All right, it's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio. It's the week of May 15th, 2023, Jason, believe it or not. Oh, boy. Dog is angry. <laughs> angry dog, dog is not happy. That's right. Uh, we have a lot to get to on It's News to Us. We're going to talk about George Santos and all the latest going on with that guy. He's uh, in big trouble. The liar, the uh, congressman that has been caught in numerous lies, including defrauding puppies and kittens, right? I think mm. That's part of it. Definitely puppies. I don't know about kittens. Okay. Okay. But definitely the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the guy's a maniac. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear and, more about what he did with these puppies. Oh man, it's, I mean puppies. Who does that to puppies? Yeah, wow. Um, and then we have a guest. His name is Brock Zilberg, and he just announced that he's running for president of the United States of America. Believe it is or this not, our, is our first presidential um person running. Um. Have we had any other presidential candidates on? I don't think so. That's the word I was looking for. Candidates. It was eluding yeah. me. Right. But this should yeah. be interesting because he is a lifelong Republican and he says he's out to change the Republican Party. So mm. uh, that should be, you know, like we say on this show, we'll talk to anybody. We'll talk That's to right. anybody who wants to come on. And uh, he, he reached out to us. So why not? Let's see what he has to say. All right. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay. Let's start the show. Here we go. Welcome to the United States of America. Global woman, radio exercise, imperialistic wrongs, and animal rights news. IW Radio. It's news to us. Instagram, it's news to us. Get the podcast, it's news to us. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. Uh, you know, I think we should probably just get right into the dirty deets unless you have anything that you would like to address nothing to address i think i think we jump into the deets unless you have something you would like to address yeah we went to dinner the other night and uh jason was acting like he was robert de niro the whole time he was uh, you were man spreading it was a booth yeah. and you were you had your arms out and you're uh, uh-huh. squinted you're like robert de niro yeah 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 i'm that cool i can do that yeah, yeah. i mean you you could have i i've just never seen somebody uh man spread in a in a booth like that that was a I mean, the dominance i mean the to be fair the booth was massive yeah but you took it could have easily where well, there was four of us sitting in a booth it easily could have fit like eight <laughs> yeah yeah i want to take up some room yeah, I mean, enjoy that real estate, you know. Did you uh, assert your dominance? Do you feel like you were the dominant one in the at, during the meal? I wasn't trying to be, but apparently it worked for you. It's got to let everybody th- th- know there at yeah. uh, Chili's that you're the man. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. definitely had some people looking at me, which made me uncomfortable, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What was I don't that? know there, if. There are people staring at you because you, you did get weirded out. and those I got weirded that, out at the end. Yeah. The people that were staring at you were behind me, so I didn't really get to see any of that. But so you're saying people were staring at you during the meal. Yeah. Yeah. Just staring like laser. Fo- and I, I couldn't tell if they were looking at me. I mean, the, the bathrooms were like behind us. So maybe they were looking at the bath. I don't know. Mm. But I caught a guy staring at me. Yeah. For, I, or in that direction anyway. I assume it was me because the, the world revolves around me. Right. Um, it was probably a good solid like four minutes without like a looking away. That's really strange. Do you think you think he's like who is this guy spreading it out uh, like maybe. that? Did he think maybe you were a celebrity? Perhaps maybe that's what was going on. Oh yeah, maybe. He's like, I, you know, I, I thought maybe he like recognized me in some way and like I pissed him off at some point, but. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, you wanted to get the hell out of there at the end because you're getting a little weirded out. So yeah, weird. I, I understand. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, dirty deets. George Santos. The this guy's a uh, a liar. I guess we can just say oh. it, right? He's a dirty, rotten liar, George Santos. And now looks like what's that saying? Come home to roost. What is how does the that roosters come home to roost? Is that how the saying goes? 
Yeah. The roosters okay, boomer. have come home to roost. Is that right? I don't know. I'm not. A, you're a boomer. I'm not. Is that a boomer saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wow. The, yeah. Okay. I don't I don't feel like I would have I would hear millennials say that a lot. Oh, chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> chickens, not roosters. So the roosters don't come home to roost. The Just chickens, the chicken. The chickens come home to roost. Yeah. Got it. That makes so much more sense. Not really. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't, anyways, let's uh, dirty deets. Let's dirty deets it. Here we go. Dirty deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Yes. Uh, George Santos. Looks like Lady Justice is coming for him. That's what Jason wrote down on our prep. Mm, you love I, it. I think that's a boomer saying Lady Justice is coming for you. That's don't. You're, you're taking my jokes that I said about you. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Well, let's act like uh, the Gen Z we are and uh, <laughs> take credit for it. other people's work. Stop it with these sayings. Oh, gotcha. Lady Justice is coming for George Santos. So this guy, we don't. Is that his real name? George Santos? Congress. He, of course, the New York uh, representative, we should say. Um, is that his real name? George Santos. I mean, I haven't heard otherwise, but, you know, given the the history of lies that this man has said, right. I would not be surprised if that was not his real name, his legal name. Yeah. I mean, you can't trust anything the guy says at this point. So literally cannot. He, uh, yeah, he, we did do an in-depth inter, inter, in-depth uh, dirty deets on Santos, didn't we? We did. It wasn't all on Santos, but we did cover Santos quite a bit. Um, and that was um, a few months ago now, beginning of the year, actually. So, all right. Yeah. So this guy has been caught in lies and uh, well, now the chickens have come home to roost, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of background on this guy. He's originally from Brazil. His family came here. Uh, and uh, so I guess he's a, you know, not a natural born citizen. Uh, this is all. So is this confirmed? These facts? Yeah, he's an immigrant. Yeah, he's from Brazil. Okay, because I anytime I see something about this guy, I'm like, uh, you're questioning it. Yeah, literally everything a question about this guy because he's a, a pathological liar. Uh, he allegedly graduated from. I don't even know how to say the name of that college. I it's no alleged. He claimed he claimed that he graduated from Baruch College in 2010. Okay, and but that, uh, the school can't find records, right? Yeah, I couldn't Same either. I was looking. Were you, were you in the records room? I was in the records room. I was perusing around. I did not see anything. You're like, Janine, Janine. let me uh, help me with uh, finding these records. Janine, she's uh, Janine. She's, Janine's wonderful, but she uh, was of no assistance. She, she was taking a nap. Yeah. Um, Janine, damn it. You damn it, Janine. So <laughs> he uh, yeah, he also said he went to NYU, right? Correct. Yeah. So said he got it? his. Uh, he got his MBA at NYU, which uh, they also cannot find a record of him attending there. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. So he also claimed that he and his family owned 13 rental properties, but uh, only one apartment in Rio de Janeiro is listed on his financial disclosure form. So another lie. <clears throat> he also said that uh, his company had lost four employees in the shooting at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, but there are no evidence mm. showing um, any corroboration to that statement. Okay. No records showing employees ever that had worked for Santos were, in fact, at Pulse nightclub during yeah, the shooting. You have to ask, why hasn't this guy been expelled from Congress? And I mean, that's a lot of people asking that question now, so but, even more so. But four months ago, people were asking for why he hasn't yet. Now I'll tell you why, because McCarthy, the the majority leader in the uh, House of Representatives, he, you know, they have the Republicans have a very slim majority, and they can't afford to lose any Republicans. Mm. 
So that kind of puts Santos in a position of power. Like he can literally get away with anything. Mm. They don't. They don't want to get rid of Santos and risk that seat because if they get rid of him, they have to have a special election. And who know? And you know, at this point, uh, I think that district would be galvanized to maybe put in a, a Democrat. I know the Democrats put a lot of money into that race. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, so Santos is. Got McCarthy in the palm of his hand. Yeah. Look like, at that thing. Like putty. That's right. Hmm. So, all right. Now, George think, Santos. I, yeah. I think the biggest thing that he, one of the craziest ones that he claimed was that his, uh, his mother died in 9-11. When <laughs> right. records show that she died in, uh, in 2016, 15 years after 9-11. I yeah like why would you lie about that it's like so easy to prove right he doesn't care the, the guy is there's something wrong with the guy like he really is a pathological liar he has like mentally he's maybe not, he's not right in the head this yeah guy and he's a he's a fraudster too he not only does he lie about stupid shit like where he went to college but uh he also is allegedly fra- uh committing fraud a multiple multiple ca- yeah multiple counts of fraud yeah <sighs> so uh the other day the justice department announced they were indicting george santos he turned himself into authorities he was arraigned he appeared pled not guilty and released on a five hundred thousand dollar bond damn <laughs> yeah all within a span of five hours so he turned himself in they had an arraignment and he got to walk out hmm after wow. paying a five hundred thousand dollar bond, I did read that um, a lot of constituents were in the courtroom and they were yelling at him <laughs> to resign. To resign and like, how dare he? Yeah, wow. kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, that is that is. I mean, it's crazy, but also, yeah, yeah. I mean, he should resign. Right. Um, but he says he's not going to. He's, he's not, not going to and McCarthy's not going to force him out for the reasons I just stated. Like, mm. I don't, I don't think, uh, I think it's really going to take, by the way, I, I don't know if it's true. Cause I, it's just a Reddit comment that I saw, but apparently George Santos can serve, uh, from behind, uh, bars. Oh, there's, what? There's nothing. There's no law against that. Apparently huh. I don't want an anonymous Redditor. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. I would like to know. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to look that up right now. Okay, so uh, 13 charges in the indictment. Counts one through five. Wire fraud for George Santos. Fraudulent political contribution solicitation scheme. I guess, uh, you know, when you talk about wire fraud, you're talking about the use of telephone, email, or other forms of electronic communication to commit a crime. And uh, they say that Santos hoodwinked, hoodwinked, hoodwinked. <laughs> That's what it says here. He hoodwinked, hoodwinked. He hoodwinked kids. Yeah. He, he hoodwinked the donors into he contributing money. Yeah. Uh, he told them that the contributions would be used for campaign ads when he actually bought designer clothes instead. And made credit card payments. At least he was on time with his credit card payments using donor money. Yeah, and if you ever a see big this no no, I, I I like I never think when I when I think of George Santos, I don't think of designer clothes. No, a blazer I, and a sweater doesn't scream designer clothes to you. I, yeah, I mean, like he he basically wears like a a fleece fleece jacket, and then he puts a sports coat over it. Mm. That's kind of his style. Yeah. <laughs> Then, he's got a style. Uh, as a man with style myself, I have a style that I stick to and do not waver from. Right. Now, George Santos, though, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I'll bring up a, a photo for you to look at. I know that you know our, our audience can't see this, but we can describe. But I don't know. Does this guy look like <laughs> he's wearing designer <laughs> clothes? <laughs> so he's got, he's got like a vest on. I mean... A tie, a suit jacket, and just a shit-eating grin. Yeah, like I shouldn't be here. Look at this That's asshole. The He's like, he, I can't he, believe he, I'm here. Don't you think he looks like a little stoned? Yeah, maybe. He's just like, man, I made it. These fools let me in. I can't believe it. Yeah, this guy can't believe his biggest scheme. 
just yeah yeah anyways so uh political contribution solicitation scheme counts six through eight moving on because there are more unlawful monetary transactions over ten thousand dollars they're alleging that santos transferred twenty five thousand dollars in campaign donation from one donor to uh from one donor and a twenty four thousand dollar donation from another to a bank account he controlled i don't what the hell does that mean (laughs) he basically took a campaign donation instead of being in the campaign fund he took that money and put it into a bank account that he had control over not the campaign so Ah. basically a personal bank account okay my head was spinning in that sentence it was like a long sentence It it was on the wash cycle yeah, they needed like to break that up into two sentences, I think. Yeah, that's my fault. My fault. Did not read out loud. Well, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, uh, well, but let's throw you under the bus. Why did yeah, you not proofread? I'll, I'll own up to it. Do you think uh, Anderson Cooper's people don't proofread shit before he goes <laughs> live? God damn it. <laughs> uh, I think Anderson Cooper just uh, rolls with it, makes it look good. Right. He, that man can do no wrong. Absolutely. Um, so uh, false statements. It could count 12 false statements. 2020 House Disclosure Reports. I guess Santos is accused of lying on a 2020 House Financial Disclosure Form. Uh, surprise, surprise. He was uh, apparently lying about income and assets. Mm. He learned yeah. that one from DJT, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also... Right. Um, in 2022 uh, House Disclosure uh, Reports, he uh, claimed unemployment benefits while making a $120,000 salary as a regional director of an investment firm that the government shut down in 2021 over allegations that it was a Ponzi scheme. Wow, oh, geez. Okay. All right. So the man was, during COVID was making $120,000 with a company that was a Ponzi scheme, and he claimed unemployment. <laughs> yeah, this guy is just brazen, I mean, isn't he? Yeah, break the law, break the law. Like, let's stack it up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're going to keep an eye on this, of course. we got to get to the puppy thing real quick, because I do want to bring in our guest, because he's standing by. And uh, But uh, puppies, what happened with the puppies? <laughs> the puppies. So in 2017, Santos was charged with theft in Pennsylvania for allegedly using thousands of dollars in bogus checks to buy puppies from breeders. That case was ultimately dismissed after Santos claimed his checkbook was stolen and someone else took the the dogs. But it's also worth noting that in 2008, Santos was charged in Brazil for writing um, stolen checks. And he was um, going to, he was investigated and he, came to a uh, plea agreement with prosecutors in Brazil the day after uh, he was indicted from the U.S. Justice Department. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he, he's also another puppy story. Oh, another one. Uh, there's another one. Uh, uh, federal authorities also were looking at a separate incident and complaint about Santos's fundraising for a group that purported to help abuse pets a New Jersey veteran accused Santos of failing to deliver $3,000 he raised to help his dog get a needed surgery. Oh, so it's not even a just a puppy we're talking about. It's a veteran. A veteran's veteran dog who veterans. he raised money and he would not uh, give the money so that dog could have surgery. Oh, my God. What an animal. He's stealing from veterans and dogs. All right. What yeah. a despicable human being. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Look yeah. at that picture. Show that picture again. Look, uh, okay. There he is. Can we do that. Look, that—that's the guy who stole from dogs and veterans, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, yes, yes allegedly. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's say hi real quick to our guest. Then we have to take a break, and then we'll uh, chat in depth uh, with him. He's uh, running for president. His name is Barack Zilberg, and he's from Las Vegas. He officially announced his candidacy. Just recently, he's a self-made entrepreneur, real estate investor, philanthropist, and uh, he says he's bringing a fresh perspective to the table. So we're really excited to talk to Mr. Uh, uh, perhaps President Zilberg. How are you? Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. It's an honor. It's a pleasure to be here in your presence. Uh, please name your I love names and name your names, please. 
Ah, yes. So uh, I am Eddie, and that's uh, Jason. And- oh, Hello. Hey, Jason. Nice to meet you guys. Eddie. It's so great to have you on, on the show. We appreciate you. Oops. We appreciate you being here. I need to take, <laughs> I need to, we need to take a quick break, and then we'll come back. And we'll, uh, we'll, we have a lot of questions for you. We want to talk about your platform, why you're running, and we also want to get to know you a little bit too. So uh, give us just two minutes to hit a commercial break, and we're looking forward to speaking with you. Thanks for coming on the show. Me and Jason. Right Absolutely. Up. You got it. Okay, we'll be right back right here on It's News to Us. It's News to Us. IW Radio. All right, we are back here live on IW Radio. It's News to Us. Uh, Eddie here. Jason is uh, also here, of course, as always. And our guest, Barack Zilberg. He's running for president, a lifelong Republican, self-made entrepreneur, real estate investor. This guy has done it all. And uh, now he's uh, going for the most powerful office in the land. Uh, Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so very much, Eddie and Jason. It's a pleasure that you're having me on your show. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on and talk about your your platform and your campaign and what you're up to. Uh, we usually like to try to get to know our guests a little bit on a personal level, if you don't mind, before we jump into some of your policy questions. So, uh, we have just a, you know a couple fun questions for you. What's the the last show you binge watched? Well, I've been through the Kevin Wong show. I've been on the radio as a gubernatorial candidate in the state of Nevada. I've uh, done. I've run alongside the whole state. Uh, I've been in all the events, uh, in all the occasions uh, within the Republican Party. And uh, my studies here are to a very great extent in regards to the state. Okay. So, um, Stranger Things, have you seen it? Stranger Things, no. The TV show, no. Okay. Um, what's your, what, what's, what emoji do you use the most when you're text messaging? Do you have a favorite emoji? I love the love emoji. The love emoji. The love emoji. Yes. The heart. The heart. 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 Yes. Are you talking about the red one or do you go with a different color? Red. Red one. Red heart. Okay. See, our, our listeners uh, love to get to know people on a personal level before we dive in a little bit. Um, what's your, what's your best, your childhood memory? Childhood memory is my mother, my mother who raised me. Ah. Yeah. Someone that fed me, nourished me, taught me, uh, to be who I am today. My mother. And actually yesterday was mother's day. So I, I like to go ahead and commemorate all the mothers all over the world because without you, we wouldn't be here, you know. And think of it, you know, the infertilization of an egg is one in who knows what, millions or trillions or billions. We are all fortunate to be here on Earth. Oh, no, yes. It sounded like something fell down. Are you all right? Something yeah, like- I'm telling you, no, no, don't worry about that. That's just the noise factor over another room in my life. You know? All right. Oh, yeah. Have- no, no problem. I have a, a daughter who's almost nine months now. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, we're so, co-parenting as well. We're doing everything um, by ourselves as adults. Now, behind you, it looks like you like fun because I see Monopoly. I see some. Is it checkers or chess? One of the uh, two. Checkers, chess, yeah, and also backgammon. Wow, you get wild. Have you played pickleball? <laughs> yeah, well, I believe in the, in the game of Monopoly because uh, playing the game, you know, it, it, learn, it teaches you the literacy of real estate as to how it works, you know. Yes. It's very simple, and uh, I believe every family should sit with their family and play Monopoly. Now, that kind of leads into... Uh, one of the first questions we had here. So you're a self-made entrepreneur. You mentioned real estate. You're a real estate investor. So can you tell us a little bit more about your businesses and uh, how you got into them? Well, basically, I started as uh, $3.50 an hour, a minimum wager, 
But I understood that as a minimum minimum wager, I cannot, as far as achieve a family and, and wealth. So I understood I either had to continue my education or go into a trade. Now, as an adolescent, I was very good with my hands and a very intelligent literacy as to uh, knowing and, and understanding the fundamentals of the practice, which was plumbing. I learned the intricacies of plumbing, and from there uh, I built a, a empire, a plumbing empire, uh, which I was delegating to 150 employees, and furthermore I had divisions within my company, very successful. And then from there, I would go ahead and channel my money. I, I not only made money, a lot of money, but I saved money. And by saving money, I uh, invested my money into real estate. Whereas now, I have passive income coming in for my real estate investments. Ah, so, now yeah. that, the last guy that was in an office, he had uh, some real estate going on too. So uh, it's... Uh, when you have that knowledge, I think it could actually, you know, go a long way with uh, being in office and that experience you bring running in a, running in a, a business. So, not, uh, and not only that, please, I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah. I believe every, every American citizen should own their own home. Really? Every citizen. Yes, hands down. Everybody should have their own home and build generational wealth. In other words, when you're when you're in office, what are you going to do about these interest rates? Because it's becoming more and more difficult for families to obtain a home. Well, what we have to understand is what is coming into our nation. In other words, how much taxes is being collected, and furthermore, where it is allocated. You know, and what ways and forms and shapes as to where it's allocated. Now, by understanding where it's allocated, you have to understand where we could cut, what we can do, where we need more in other arrays and subjects, and, and make the best use of our tax dollars so it works effectively for us Americans. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's the objective to bring back transparency, honesty, integrity, back right. in nation. Yes, yes, I think that that is needed. And uh, so, are you self-funding your campaign, or are you seeking donations? Have you had any mega donors approach you? Any uh, anyone that would uh, create a conflict of interest, or maybe change a platform? Well, basically, uh, I'm for the people, by the people, with the people, uh, and uh, I'm for you. Uh, I've circled around throughout not only Nevada, the nation. I've learned as far as the characteristics, the anatomy of our nation. And therefore, I'd like to go ahead and be a public servant of you, the voice of the people, yourself. It's right. not me. It's, it's Brock Z, and it's not about me. It's about the power of the people. That's right. That's right. So, so are you are you saying that you're taking donations from the public and yes. skipping me mega yes. donors? Yes, please. So grassroots. Grassroots yes. only. You will not accept donations from mega donors. No. I, now, have, no, I have no special interest groups. I have no large tech titans out there. Strictly, you know, from the heart of the nation, the people I'm working for. That's it. Will you take money from the NRA if they were to back up a whole bunch of money into your campaign? Would you take that yeah, donation? I believe in the Second Amendment. I do believe wholeheartedly that uh, everybody has the right to defend themselves, not only as persons, as individuals, but as a nation as well. Everybody has a must have the ability to defend themselves. I mean, you can you yeah. can support the Second Amendment, but the question was, would you take money from the NRA for your your campaign? Yeah, yeah, would. you would. Okay. Uh, so you know, speaking of of guns, we have a big problem in America that needs to be addressed, and that is mass shootings and 
uh, what will you do? What will you do to, to put an end to this? Well, the way I propose it is there's a lot of AI intelligence these days where uh, we have some sort of surveillance as to if anybody's intruding with a weapon into our school systems. I believe, um, you know, wholeheartedly, but I have to get into office in order to understand the logistics of everything. But once I do go into office, what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, that every teacher, faculty, counselor, anybody that has gun training and is uh, mentally stable, and we find out, we give them safes so they can store their ammunition, their guns, and if there is an active shooter, the, uh, the teachers, faculty, what have you, go into their safes, take down the person, save our children's lives. That's number one. Right. I mean, number two, there's artificial intelligence. Number three is we could also have, just like if you're entering a government building, you could enter in. You can't enter into a government building if you have ammunition. Or so that. you're saying that the answer to the mass shootings is more guns, more guns. No, it's not about more guns. I think what, what has to happen is we have to be on the defensive side in all races and subjects. We have to understand that there's people that we can have them handle ammunition, guns whatsoever. Uh, we have to understand if they're mentally stable. Uh, we have to know their background, who they are, what they are. Uh, we just don't hand out guns to everybody. So is that is that part of your gun control? Do you have a gun control platform? Because it kind of sounds like, you know, I, I think the majority of Americans agree that we need more regulation when it comes to. Yeah, and I think control. also that you, I don't think we should sell, you know, semi-automatic rifles and, uh, you know, with large, you know, magazines and ammunition out there, you know, to go ahead and do mass shootings. You know, I think that should be off the street. Right. So what are you going to say to hardcore conservatives that now say you're taking away my guns? Well, I'm not taking away the guns. I'm not taking away the guns. I think if you have a 9mm, right, yeah. or if you have something that you can defend yourself, I think it's more than enough, in my opinion. You know, I mean, we're not out there to shoot each other and decimate each other. We're not out there in the army and military where, you know, we need so many rounds you don't know as far as what the notions are of a person that has these type of magazines and capacity and causing harm in whichever way shape or form uh we're not at war that's what i'm saying you know we are all americans and we are as one and we always should respect one another with with the highest constitute of our nation Right. Now, speaking of respect, you have a platform that kind of goes opposite of the mainstream Republican Party right now because you say that you support the LGBTQ community. And what do you how do you support the LGBTQ community? Well, LGBTQ community, like every American U.S. citizen here has rights. Whether you're a female, a male, whether you're a, a LGBTQ type of stance or any other race, color, religion, uh, creed, what have you, we are all Americans. We're children of God and we're all to be respected. And we're all equal in this nation. Now, isn't that a liberal talking point? I mean, how how would you how do you get the conservative vote if you believe that? Because from what we've seen, uh, Republicans they behave differently. Well, I tell you, it's not about Republican. It's not about Democrat. It's not about Libertarian. It's not about any other party in our nation. It's about us Americans. I've uh, been around Nevada throughout the nation. I've listened to people. I've, I've interpreted as to what their needs are, what their wants are, what type of leadership they want, and all opinions. And I've come to a conclusion that we are all Americans, and we're all equal. 
And I would like to go ahead and fulfill Martin Luther King's dream as well. Well, maybe you're running uh, your platform on the wrong party then, because I don't know if you'll get Republican votes with that. <laughs> Although, you know, I can't say I disagree with what you just said, because I think we do need more people standing up for equal rights, but that's not happening in the Republic Party, I, I, Republican I, Party. I just want to please let me kick in here. Yes. Yeah. Republican or Democrat, and you know, I think uh, the country is way too much to the right and way too much to the left. Uh, I am in the Republican, a lifelong Republican my whole life because I'm an entrepreneur and I believe in hard work, ethics, morality, integrity, and honor. Just like the people over there and our militants that have defended our country for me to capitalize as an entrepreneur, I want to give back to our nation. And that's my whole notion here. You know, I have no interests. I have nothing whatsoever. I'm doing it in a voluntary way, in a voluntary manner for a nation. Now, you want... go ahead, Jason. Oh, I was just curious. Have you ever held a, an elected position? Have you ever been elected to any position? Well, I believe that uh, politics does not work. Obviously, uh, the nation has been ran politically. We must run our country as a business, just as anything else. I'm an entrepreneur. So does I, that mean that you would personally profit in office like Trump did? No, I'm not profiting here. I'm going to actually donate my, my not my gubernatorial, I said my gubernatorial as governor. But as president, I'll go ahead and donate my salary to our children's education where it's much needed. Will you sell off your businesses? Because we would not let Jimmy Carter have that peanut farm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you have a real estate empire and you have to. What if we were to say you need to get rid of that so there's no conflict of interest? Yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. I actually, I actually, I want to tell you, I have a trust. And uh, it's noted that it's 365 years locked up uh, for my family. So I don't care. I mean, I'm here for the people. I'm here to fight for you as the American people, as a patriot. And uh, I just love this country. Right. Now, uh, maybe maybe start in a smaller if this i mean you could go all the way but i mean if it doesn't work out have you considered starting smaller maybe start city council work your way up from there mayor etc etc this is my notion uh gentlemen i'm running for u.s president uh the only way really to make a difference is to be in leadership and positions not only as the ceo of the country but when you're president of the united states of america you are the CEO of the world, okay? So my, the art of me is that I bring people together and I make things work. I'm, a, I'm one of the best negotiators out there. I come into a room, we sit down, we have an intellectual conversation. We see as to one side what is needed, the other side is needed. We bring it together, we move our country forward. All right, should we let's do a little uh I think role play. Uh let's test some negotiating skills. You're coming into uh, a boardroom. Jason wants bagels for breakfast. You want muffins. How do you negotiate this? Well, I'll bring bagels. <clears throat> I don't care about the muffins. Oh, but Jason wants the muffins. I want the I want the muffins. Okay, Jason, I'll bring you the muffins. No, but I bagels does sound good. You didn't say the muffins. The bagels. You like bagels? How about how about an omelet? I I could go for an omelet. This is America. Everyone yeah. everyone has varying opinions, and uh, yes, it gets wild. That's right. That's right. So what what the art is is you have to cater to the likings of the other person or the other uh, place that you're dealing with, uh, or the, the corporation, or any venture that you're dealing with, you must cater to their likings. If you don't cater to their likings, then 
there you go. You, you just don't have it. So, well, before we let you go, hypothetical question. You're on a boat, and the boat is sinking. And on that boat is you, Donald Trump, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, you have to throw one overboard, otherwise you all die. Who do you throw off? You know what? I'll throw myself off. You can't do that. No, I have to, <laughs> I'll throw myself off. I'll leave them alive and I'll throw myself all right. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. Good luck with your campaign. Barack Zilberg is running for president. And he's not Zilberberg and folks, please look into my website. Zilberberg. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Zilberberg. Look into my website, Barack Zilberberg, www.barackzilberberg.com. You can see and note it in the bottom there. Go on to my Instagram. And with, I have a website where you can donate one well-invested dollar into my campaign. That yeah. one invested dollar will go far away. Will you and use here, those campaign funds for designer clothes? No, no, I do not. Okay. I do not use it for designer clothes <laughs> or anything. I pay for my own clothes and my own livelihood. You know, this guy here that you yeah, showed? Yeah, George Santos. What do you think of this guy before he well, lets you go? I totally know, uh, uh, yeah, he should resign. For you sure. think he should resign? but He should resign, and uh, there's so much proof as to what he's done. Mm -hmm. He should step down. That's what I believe, and that's the right thing to do because uh, someone that represents himself or herself in a way where – uh, they entice voters and they pivot them in the wrong way, in the wrong direction, and are misinformed. Mm -hmm. They should sign, period. Now, if you are still in place, I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, you should resign. Definitely. Now, real quick, just one final question for you. Are, do you align as a Republican because of your, your status and the wealth that you have? Yes. Basically, okay. you have to understand that uh, I believe in hard work. I don't believe in hand-me-downs. Okay? I believe every person should be self-sufficient as a person. And furthermore, the nation, we should practice self-sufficiency where we have products. Yeah. Here in the USA, our industries are back here. Everything's back here. And we're so self-sufficient as a nation in resources and in, in industry, anything you can imagine. Well, what are we going to do when the artificial intelligence takes all the jobs? Because, you know, that's going to be happening. I mean, we're already seeing that uh, Walmart just announced that they're going to re be replacing all their employees with robots in the next five years. So if no one has a, a, a means to make an income to begin with, do we then look at a universal basic income in that case? Oh. I tell you right now, there's a much needed thing for manufacturing. So, I mean, uh, I understand artificial intelligence exists and furthermore will advance, but I believe we could place our labor force, the resources of everybody in the job, in, in the workforce. I believe yeah. that, that, I believe that, uh, by creating more jobs and more industries and manufacturing, uh, we could cater to everybody. Yeah, we, we could definitely create more jobs for the AI to take over. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Because, you know, the AI is going to take your job, our job. Every like, job. Uh, the CEO is probably the easiest job for the AI to, to overtake. Uh, and I, at one point, we're probably going to have a, an AI president. Well, I tell you right now what is needed in any shape or form. We need housing. Absolutely. Uh, yes. We need housing. Everybody needs a place to live, and everybody needs a place to work out of. Uh, so that's much needed. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, all the convenience stores and everything around us and our dispenses needed. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, we have deliveries from all types of conglomerate companies such as Amazon and what have you. That is needed. Uh, Uber Eats, all of that's needed. We are a free enterprise as a nation. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah I agree. I think uh, 
well, we'll see what happens in the future. And maybe you'll be the one in the Oval Office. Uh, and we'll, uh, you know, uh, keep an eye on your campaign. We appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Again, uh, Barack Zilberberg is running for president. Look him up on social media and uh, follow his campaign. We can't wait to see you on the trail. Uh, prime time doing a debate versus Joe Biden. Thank you, Eddie and Jason. It's a pleasure uh, meeting you and being in presence with you and interviewing with you. I thank you so very much. And I hope after this conversation, uh, you know, you have the ideology of Abraham Lincoln, which uh, abolished slavery, you know, and uh, he is the forefather yes. of... Our- do not, we do not agree with slavery, slavery on the show. No, he's the founding father of the Republican Party, uh, in my opinion, and I would like to uphold his fundamentals and his ideologies. Absolutely. All right. Well, we uh, thank you. I wish there were more common sense politicians like you, sir, and maybe you'll start a movement uh, regardless of the outcome here. So good luck. Good luck. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you so very much. God bless America. The U.S. of A, the most blessed country in the world, and the most valuable membership in the world is the United States of America. Absolutely. Let's play some Monopoly soon, sir, and uh, good luck. Thank you. It's news to us. IW Radio. And we're back live on AW Radio. It's news to us. Wow. I learned a lot. Yeah. Not really. Didn't learn a GD thing, but, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't wait to man. see him up on the stage with Barack Obama. Not Barack Obama. Excuse me. His name is Barack. I can't wait to see him on the stage with Joe Biden. Ah. Uh, it, wow. Fascinating guest we had on. Only the I want to see him in the, the primary. Best primaries you know i know i hope he goes that far i want to point at the screen when i'm watching that uh, fake network cnn and i'm like uh see if anderson can do any better i know that guy yeah (laughs) all right let's have some fun uh snakes oh this one this story happened snakes this happened close to us jason this is a hometown story Mm. And okay, imagine you buy your first home and you're so excited to get in. You know, you you have all the boxes moved in, everything, but then you discover there's a little problem. Uh snakes. Snakes in the walls. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Not on uh, the plane? No, yeah. Here's the news story home and inside the walls. Now, if you are afraid of snakes, now might be a good time to look away. There he goes, right in my house. What started as an exciting time for Amber Hall and her kids who worked my whole life to purchase a home quickly turned into a nightmare. Um, About two weeks ago, I was unpacking in here and one of my dogs kind of crouched down and started walking over to this corner really slow. So I was like, what is it, buddy? I thought it was maybe a spider, whatever. I came over and as I came over, I saw the snake slither up the wall. So then I started watching and there were more and more and more. She found them behind the drywall. The snake. Oh yeah. Uh, drywall. Yeah, look at that. There's like, there's uh, dozens and dozens of snake, <laughs> snakes, snacks. They're all they're all on our uh, on our wall. Yeah. Have you? How does that uh, happen? A hole in the the, you know, foundation. Who knows? House shifted. Like there's a crack. They can they slither right on in. These are big snakes, though. I didn't know Colorado had snakes this big. Oh Just yeah, that's slithering around. Oh, yeah, there's bigger snakes than that. Those are so disgusting. My God. And how come this house passed inspection? Maybe she waived inspection because the housing market's so tight right now. Uh, Maybe she waived the inspection to get her bid in. Never waive inspection. Never. But people are doing it all the time. Really? That's terrible. Don't do it. Yeah. It's $500 for inspection. Just do it. What? I have a question for you. Yeah. 
I have. Uh, oh, I had a God. beer. What the hell just happened over there? Jason's. <laughs> I'm gone. Jason's light fell down. Everything's falling over tonight. Mm. Uh, what's your Let question? me tell you a scary story. <laughs> what's your question? Have you ever had the fear of a snake being in a in a um, in a toilet when you go yes. sit down to relieve yourself? Absolutely. Do you, you know, think that lady will ever not have that fear in that house? Probably not. She, she needs it's always going to be there. Yeah, I'd now, sell it. I burn it down. Burn it down. Burn that. Yeah. If you have snakes like that crawling through the walls, I think you have to move. What are you going to do? <laughs> Two weeks. She I mean, you're already packed. Place. Then yeah. how do you resell it, though? Because now you know about the snakes, and now uh, you have to disclose that. So, Just say you mitigated the, the issue, but you are moving on. Now he's going back in. Great. Also under her patio, which she has since torn apart. Jeez. Her snakes laying on the patio. So far, she's spent more than $1,000 on traps and professional help. The snake wrangler oh. that caught some snakes for me said that the snakes he caught looked to be about two to three years old. So he imagines oh. that there's, um, wow. they've been here for a long time. and that Wow. So the previous mm. owners had to have known about this. I think she maybe might- they were pet snakes. What kind of snakes are we talking? Are they just like your garden variety? Like, no, they look pretty big. I mean, like they, they showed, uh, they keep showing. They're not them. lethal. I mean, there's, you know, weird, but they're like probably pet snakes. Yeah. They don't look, uh, poisonous based on my expertise yeah. as a wildlife zoologist <laughs> mm. um anyways the uh the story continues here the, the the snakes he caught looked to be about two to three years old so he imagines that there's um they've been here for a long time and that there's a lot more Hall says the listing agent isn't cooperating and didn't return our calls either. According to the Colorado Association of Realtors, the buyer could pursue litigation if they can demonstrate damages and proof the seller had actual knowledge of the condition. We just want somebody to be responsible for whatever it takes to get them out. But as long as the snakes remain, so do these packed boxes. To be honest mm. with you, I don't know if I can even live here peacefully because I will. Nah. I'm petrified you gotta smoke them out smoke them out like an armadillo <laughs> you gotta smoke them out my goodness yeah i'm moving i'm out yep. of there i'm out. I'm done that that the house is forever uh taint tainted by the snake i you can't do it you can't do it i what are you gonna i, I that's a nightmare inducing yeah burn it down rebuild burn Maybe. down the house rebuild yeah i guess I mean, what else do you do? Uh, yeah, you have to move. I'm not. I'm really not a snake guy. That's uh, not really into snakes. So, you know, right. deal with them. Right. It's just yeah, they're weird. They creep me out. Uh, let's see. I think I have a quick one here. I think yeah, we need your play by play on this, Jason. Mm. Although I think actually I'm good in this setup. I can keep my mic on. I think. All right. Let's. Okay. Uh, here we go. We can both do a play by play. Watching a camper driving down a highway. Campers crossing. Oh my god, a camper. Uh oh. Yeah, camper. Camper just tried to pit maneuver another camper. Did not go well. The camper went. Ended yeah. up on its side. Yeah, it's like a camper going down the highway and then it. Yeah, the bad lane change because the rear end of the camper hit the semi and then it fucking semi. flipped so fast. No blinker either. Wow. Isn't that just why don't ever you never pass on the right unless you have to. That's kind of lame. I mean, that's a a horrible video, horrible video, but we can't leave people with that. Uh, How about one more real quick? Um, Was that? Yeah. Okay. uh, Here's a scenario. A scenario. You You want a scenario. Okay, you're at home, you're by yourself, and someone knocks on the door. What do you do? Wait, I feel like we've done this. Have we? Yeah. It's, it's in my uh, queue. We've got to deliver Okay, one. we'll okay, try so, it. We'll try no, it. No, it's fine. It, 
I look through the peephole and I see who it is. No, we've already done this. That's fine. I feel like we've done this. Have we? Okay. No, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Let's see. Let's write well, it out. I'm trying to blow out some old stuff that we I, that we haven't gotten to. I, that, apparently, I don't know, but maybe I maybe I'm wrong. I thought we got to. I thought we didn't get to this. You're saying that we did. Anyway, I feel like yeah. What would what was the what was the outcome of that? You know, it's like a a home safety expert, and she talks about if somebody knocks on your door, what to do. Oh, never pretend like you're not there. Right. Okay. Yeah, we did. Right. Do you that. should. You should sound like you're there. And right. There's other people with you, so they know you're not alone. Absolutely. I, I just want to get all these videos out of the way that are because every week I get confused. Let's, next one. Um, this one is just kind of funny. It's a TikTok video, and this kid, I guess, his mom sent him on an errand. He went out, and he had a shitty tip. So the mom Ooh. got mad when she found out, and then she sent the kid back to tip, and then she recorded that interaction. I thought it was kind of funny. Here that is. Johnny, you need to go get my wallet. You need to go get a visa, my visa card. You need to go to the ATM, and you need to go grab a 20 and drive your ass back to that restaurant because on a $104 check, $10 is a shitty tip. Do you understand me? Go now. I'm not asking. I'm telling. It's not funny. Guys, just standing there smiling. (laughs) Just smiling. What's wrong with him? He tipped $10 on a $104 check. And this mom is awesome, by the way. Like, I think that you should teach your kids to tip properly. Don't over tip. Don't under tip. Just tip right. That's what I say. Just the tip. I might have kids. Do you know that 104 he gets taxed on it? You are to go grab my credit card, get $20, and drive it back there. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Johnny, I want to see you hand it to him. I want to see you walk in. You don't have I, I will be muted. I'll be muted. But you don't know how to tip. So did he do it? He's just walking around smiling. What? Don't know, but man, good, good for her though. Good mom. Yeah, I think everybody should learn how to tip properly. What What's your go to percentage? Mm, twenty twenty plus roundup if it's okay service. What if it's excellent? Wow, just okay. You'll do twenty. Yeah, I don't go below twenty. It could be shitty service, and I still won't go below. You know, I I saw a news story that says that. The uh, self-checkout machines at grocery stores are now asking for a tip at the end. Will you tip that thing? Round up to the nearest dollar for uh, no some sort of charity? No, like, it's like an actual tip. I haven't seen that. That's a thing? Yeah. What, the computer needs money? <laughs> exactly. Where's that going? I'm not going to tip the, that. Yeah, don't tip that. Fuck that. Have you seen some restaurants are now charging like a service upcharge? Uh, I have because of now they're still citing COVID, but guys, it's been three years. Get over it. Yeah, it's done. COVID's over. (laughs) Yeah. And you also have to be careful because some places are Mm -hmm. putting the tip in and just charging you automatically. And if you don't catch it and you tip on top of that. Ah, yeah. Well, you know, that I don't mind as long as they tell you, though, because that, that means that they're paying. That should mean that they're paying the employees a livable wage. You would hope. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but businesses are, are charging now for like a service upcharge because things are costing more. So instead of just raising prices, they just charge you percentage. I have seen. Yeah, weird charges like that. Yeah. Um, I But as far as. Excuse me. As far as like the as far as restaurants go, I think Europe has the best model. They just pay everybody like great salaries to work at a restaurant, and then they just you know the the food's a little more expensive, and you don't tip. Nobody tips. You're not supposed to tip. Yeah, that's what we have to do. I think that's way better. Don't you? Yeah, agreed. Okay, I think we've said it all. Do you have any final thoughts? Just be kind to one another. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. Mm. And uh, all right. Well, we'll be back uh, next time. And we appreciate you. 
thank you for listening and being a part of the show. Get the podcast. If you're listening on Adobe, go to any of your favorite podcast apps. Search for its news to us. Please do subscribe. It means a lot uh, because it helps us keep the show going. And um, we're also on YouTube. We have our podcasts up there. And literally, like uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Go there. Subscribe. Catch up with old shows. If if you maybe you can't listen live one week, you can always catch up. So uh, that's it, Jason. Put a, put a fork in it. All right. I'm going to play the little thingy. You can't hear it in this uh, setup, but going to play the, the little thingy at the end. And thank you, everybody. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey.